Yeah, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Flock with yet another episode of Unfiltered Facts. I know it's been like a month since the last one, man, but I'm y'all know how I do, man. I tell y'all all the time. If I ain't got a lot of shit to talk about, it ain't even really no point in doing it. I can kind of like just make notes and shit like that and come back and talk to it. It ain't really no hot topic shit. So you know how we do this, man. Shout out first off to the platforms that y'all listening to this on, whether it be Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, whatever, man. Whatever you listening to this on, man, you can be anywhere else, but you listen to me right now. So I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that shit. Really, though. For those that are new, I've been seeing some new people following the podcast and stuff. I don't know if it's through, uh, you know, the Twitch streams or us talking about it and all this other stuff like that. I appreciate y'all. If you're new here, I must warn you, it's called Unfiltered Facts for a reason. Because I'm going to speak some true shit, which are facts. And I'm not going to have no filter on it. So please do not, and I say this again, please do not go to nobody else representing the game of Illuminati, which is my crew, if you're not in the know. Asking what's up with your man? Why would he say something? Why did he say that? Because this is solely my opinions, my facts, my thoughts. It has nothing to do, no bearing to do with nobody else. So now that we got that out the way, we gonna get on with this stuff, man. And um, what I want to start off, start this podcast off with, is music, man. Music releases, and also, man, if you're not sure, like I said, I'm. It, it, it's a lot, man. Talking for like however long I be talking nonstop. I don't have no no co-host to, to bounce off of and shit like that where I can take the time to take a couple breaths and, you know, drink my water. So y'all going to hear me squeezing this water bottle, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, drinking some water every now and again. So cause I ain't trying to have a desert throat. So let's get into these music releases. Myself, along with my boy uh, UTXJG, The Don, we went over this on the uh, Enlightened Sounds podcast that we that we do every couple of weeks. Or whenever you know time permits us to go over some music, but I'll uh so I'll make this a little brief because this was one of the albums that we actually uh had covered this past week. Um, some some notable albums came out. I'll I'll talk about the ones I like, and I also talk about the couple that I really didn't like. Um, Little Brother, May the Lord Watch, that came out a few weeks ago, and uh, all I can say is when that came out, when it came out at midnight. I was listening to it by 12:04. I was listening to. I was already. <laughs> I was already on the. I was already uh midway through the first song. So I know a lot of people may not know who Little Brother is. Some of y'all. I mean, most of y'all should. But they based out of North Carolina. They've been out since like maybe the early 2000s. It was uh, consists of uh, rapper Big Pooh, Fonte, and at the time Ninth Wonder, who's my favorite producer. Ninth Wonder was a part of that group. He's no longer a part of Little Brother, and they uh they broke up at probably like what like 2007, and then they just got back together, you know. I mean, I, I watched some of the little documentary that they did talking about this, uh, about how they all kind of like fell off and they went their own way, and you know, rapper Big Pooh I think was driving Uber and you know what I mean stuff like that. Fonte, you know, he still his name was still out there, but he never blew up the way I did. I always felt like he was one of the most. I feel like he's probably one of your favorite rappers favorite rapper because of his wordplay and and it's advanced too and if you don't pay attention you will miss it now it got some dope ass songs on that album man without doing being too long-winded about it little brothers one of those groups man like they one of my top 10 favorite rap groups of all time my personal favorite i'm not saying they they any better than you know saying they better than this group and better than that group that's that's personal opinion man so 
who's to say that that's real? I mean, I'm not gonna say that they better than this, but but for me personally, for my my taste and what I like to listen to and what I like to hear, I, I prefer that. And it, it was some good ass music, yo. Like it's just it's good music, and that's what that was. It just was good music. It seemed like they didn't miss a beat. You could tell they're a little older now, so they but they weren't trying to cater to the <clears throat> what I'm saying. They don't they weren't trying to cater to the younger crowd. They stayed true to form, but they also made it relatable to the younger crowd, basically telling you, like, this is what you need to prepare for because we've been out here since we were your age. So that's the shit I liked and I enjoyed about it because they didn't try and start catering and start saying all the shit that the kids are saying now. They they kept it true as shit, and even the younger crowd can appreciate that. So that's what I loved about that album, man. It was, it was real dope. Um, the next album I want to talk about is Rhapsody. Eve, man, y'all heard me rave about this woman, man, so many times. Like I said before, for those of you who who follow me on Twitch and have been listening to me for years and listen to me talk and we talk about music, y'all always hear me throw her name out there. And I'm one of those people where it's it's certain certain people where you can kind of split up the categories where you say male and female and stuff like that. But with her, I don't do that because I've always said she can outrhyme at least 80% of the men out here. And that number has increased. I will say right now, she can outrhyme 95% of the men out here right now that's walking this earth. I don't, I'm never gonna retract that statement. I feel that strongly about what I say, man. And it's coming into fruition. It it, it really made a hot with the, um, with the Layla's wisdom. That was hot, you know what I mean? I mean, she's one of the only people that can get Kendrick on a song. You know what I'm saying? And she was the only person. Like, people don't remember. She was the only person. Was she the only person featured, at least rapping, featured on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly? They, they've been doing songs together for, like, so long. Like, I've been I've been a fan since, like, 2011 of hers. So, and I've, I've, I've watched and witnessed the, uh, the progression of her, 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 you know, her craft. And I'm, I'm just, I'm proud you know what I'm saying? It's like one of those things where you you proud to say that you was a fan of someone before they blew up. Like, in her case, that's how I feel. I'm not the type of, well, I told you. Because know, I like telling people I told you so, so I don't have to keep saying that. But this album, yo, and, like, the theme of the album was basically to name every song after, like, uh, powerful women. Uh, uh, not powerful women, but accomplished women of color. You know what I mean? So you had the song, you know, um, like, Oprah. You had... Uh, you know, you had a bunch of other songs, Ibtihaj, which is a banger. Uh, you got songs that basically, you know, Michelle, like basically after Michelle Obama. It's it's just a lot of stuff like that. And then the 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 rhymes in there. She didn't have a lot of features. She had a few, but the features she had in there were okay. Um, as a matter of fact, her and, her and uh, Mac Miller go back too, because I think Mac Miller was the first person that was like kind of known that put her put her out there and got you know and put her on on a song and i remember saying her saying that some years ago like yo i, I remember you mac mill i love you bro like that's you know that's that's some real shit man so um i, I man i really don't know i really don't know what to what to say but this was this was probably my this is probably my favorite this and little brother like right there neck and neck for my favorite albums of 2019 right now. So I'll, I'll move it forward and talk about another album that came out, Young Thug, So Much Fun. All right. This 
I mean, this is going to shock some people that didn't hear it on our podcast. And then uh, and somebody actually tweeted this was like, when I heard Flock say he liked Young Thug's album and they did the gift, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, like holding the chest, like, I can't believe this. Like, where's the world coming to? Because I've been like so critical of Young Thug saying that I wasn't a fan of his music. I mean, he can't rap. He just kind of like yells and shit on tracks and stuff like that. The one, I'll say the one negative I did have about the album is was too many features. I don't like albums with a lot of features. That was my one knock on the Rick Ross's album. And I, all his albums, I mean, they always say his production is, is really great. And, uh, but he has too many features on it. I need to see people that can carry the shit by themselves. We know Lil Brother can carry the songs by themselves as a group. We know Rhapsody can carry a song by herself. You know what I mean, we, we've heard it. So, um, but Young Thug's album, man, I was I was sitting here toe tapping to this shit. Like I went into it like I go into everything. Like if I don't like this person, I'm already gonna have this notion that I'm probably not gonna like it. But I'm not gonna go into it just not liking it. I'm just I just don't have the expectation of anything else. But when it it does the exact opposite, I'm gonna praise you. And that's what I did in this case. I felt like this album did did make me want to you know did make me want to do a little bounce and shit like that it, it was some tracks on that i was fucking with and i was like damn yo i'm i'm liking this and like i said i i was in i was more detailed about the songs i liked on our podcast so i don't want to take away from that so if you if you haven't heard exactly how i felt about it go listen to the enlightened sounds podcast y'all go check that out myself and jg i think i think me and jg's chemistry on there makes the the whole podcast itself genuine so I think uh, y'all should definitely want to get out of listen if you haven't already. If you need something else to listen to that, you know, garner towards music. Because I don't just talk music over here. Y'all know I talk about a lot of different shit, man. So, um, yeah, so there you go, man. So much fun. I did, I did really, I thoroughly liked that album, man. I think I, out of five, I think I gave it like a three out of five. So that's pretty generous for me because um, there were a couple more that came out that I didn't particularly like, uh, which was Jeezy's, uh, but Thug Motivation was 103 or 104. Um, I didn't, I didn't like it, and it hurts because I'm such a fan of Jeezy. I've been listening to Jeezy since you know, since like 2005. You know, with the original, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thug Motivation, like that's my shit, bro. Like I listen to it all the time. That's like my workout music, but um. I wasn't a fan of it. it the, the music sounded dated. The subject matter sounded dated. And I just didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to hear, like, I'm going to be real. I don't want to hear, it's like, only person that could get away with that shit to me is Pusha T. For some reason, because it works for him. Pusha is like the only person, only rapper, like, in their 40s that I could sit and listen to. Still talk about coke and, you know, selling dope. So I figured he probably think, oh, well, it worked for him. It could work for me. I just need, I always said I needed a little more from Jeezy because, with the fact that he's not very lyrical, you know what I mean? I, I need to hear some of that, some other shit. I don't want to hear the, the same thing. I mean, we know what Pusher can do. We seen what he did to Drake. <laughs> I mean, it don't always have to be about drugs. So I just needed a little more. I just wasn't that big a fan of it. And then um, Common as well. I wasn't a fan of uh, Common's album. Uh, I don't know what, I think he was just trying to put some shit out there to see if he still got it. I. Maybe I have to listen to it again. It's like comments like that rapidy rap dude. Like you gotta really like take the time and, and maybe I just didn't take the time. I didn't listen to that that more than once and maybe that was saying something. It's just like all right, I, I just wasn't a fan. Um, I know some weeks prior that Chance the rapper came out and I know he's from Chicago and all this other shit. People think I'm supposed to like 
embrace that but i thought that shit was trash i thought it was garbage and that's just not me having a lack of vocabulary like other people i literally thought that shit was garbage it was a garbage album i did not like it i've never really been a fan of his but i still went into it hoping you know what i mean because the chicago in me want wants people from chicago to be you know successful so i can have somebody to, to bring up in an argument about all oh, chicago rappers ain't shit you know in this case you might be right but I'm just not not a real fan of Chance the Rapper and that album, you know what I'm saying? I forgot the name of it that damn fast. That's how unforgettable it was. But I, I just didn't like it, yo. I, I didn't like it. All right, uh, speaking of rap music, music acts, period. Whatever happened to, like, young rap acts, young rap and R&B acts? Like, uh, like, like Another Bad Creation and uh, Criss Cross, Illegal, Lil Vicious. Um, acts like that, like that, that shit was... That shit was like, um, that shit was like crazy, man, to think that people were coming out at like 12 years old. Because I grew up listening to Crisscross. I'm like the same age as them. I'm like the same age as them dudes. I mean, so <laughs> you think like like 1992 or some shit like that, you 12 years old and shit like that, you listening to Crisscross and, you know, like these young kids that are like your age out here really getting it. Um, that shit is, that is crazy, man. Also, um, and and most and most of the acts that I that I listed, well, some of them are from uh, Atlanta, and I was just watching. Uh, I was watching two things. I was watching the uh, the Vlad TV interview that he did with. Uh, see, I only watch some of these Vlad TV interviews because I know certain people they just gonna be on that cooning it up. Like I can't really watch them little boosy ones no more because it's just they funny, but then they they just pitiful at the same time. But I watched the one with Dallas Austin because I knew he wasn't gonna go for that shit. He was gonna keep it a you know keep it a stack. Um, Dallas Austin, I watched that one, um, and he was talking about you know you know him him being from Atlanta made me really think about that because I know he was he was part of that that movement like with TLC and shit like that. Even though TLC was already kind of like somewhat like were grown when they came out, but um hip-hop in atlanta yo that you know i remember um and i also watched the um the hip-hop evolution on netflix if y'all haven't watched that if y'all never watched that hold on let me take a sip of water man one time if y'all haven't watched hip-hop evolution that comes on netflix i suggest i strongly suggest y'all check that out they probably had like every season they probably had like maybe four episodes and they'd be probably about an hour long but they're all worth watching like you can binge watch one season a day for the most part you take three hours out your day and, and you can watch one season um the most recent one they did was uh the big and tupac one um it was another one then it was the one that intrigued me the most was the shit about atlanta uh, because uh, probably because I, I've heard this big and Tupac story so many times, and it's almost to the point. It's like let them brothers just rest in peace, man. The murders ain't never been solved, and we just need to we need to just figure out it ain't never gonna be solved because the people that you know that's responsible for it, you know, what I'm saying solving them are the people that's responsible for them being dead. You know, at least at least one of them. So, uh, what the fuck was I talking about, man? <laughs> Went all off on a tangent and forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. Atlanta. So, Atlanta hip-hop. I know people today think that, you know, 
maybe TI or somebody else may be responsible for putting a ATL on the map, but that's not the case. Um, and they didn't even touch too much on this. Well, they did and they didn't. I feel like there's been there's been hip hop in Atlanta, but the movement, yo, like the shit that they had to go through to get their stuff heard. And I feel like it's, it's just so disrespectful. I hate to see that because um, there are some acts that did put Atlanta on the map. They, 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 they started it, but my thing is you always have to pay homage and always have to thank the people that came before you because they did some things that other people didn't do. I mean, let's start off with Jermaine Dupree, you know what I mean, taking crisscross. And then granted, they were kids and... <clears throat> And they, they weren't the best rappers and shit like that. And people were writing most of their shit for them. But let's take Crisscross. They did they did their thing. Even before them, I, was another bad creation from Atlanta? I think another bad creation was from Atlanta. They came out like the year prior to them. If I'm not mistaken, a year or two prior to them. And they, they were out there. They were young little kids and shit. But it's what it was. But... You take Jermaine Dupree and put him with those kids and what he did. Crisscross was huge when I was a shorty, man. Crisscross was huge. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said before, they not the best rappers. You'll never hear me put them in my top groups. So they got some classic joints, though, man. Like, one of my favorite songs from them was the Live and Die for Hip Hop. Like, I play that instrumental a lot on this podcast sometimes. So when they sampled that, uh, what was that, Regina Bell, Baby Come to Me? That was my shit with the Brad and Mr. Black and Aaliyah singing the hook on there. God rest the dead. You know what I'm saying? To Aaliyah. And to, uh, and to, uh, one of the boys from, uh, Criss Cross. Cause he passed away too. Uh, Mac Daddy. Uh, damn. We lose, we losing a lot of people out here, man. Now that I think about it, I named at least four or five people that's actually deceased, man, in music that I, that I actually mess with. But, then you have to take it to, like, to be honest with you, outcast. If I had to say one act, one group, one, I can't say one, it's one person because there's two people in that group that helped the ATL movement get, you know, mainstream and taken seriously because a lot of people didn't take a- a- Atlanta music serious. Like, if you wasn't doing R&B or doing that, that shake music, what they called it, nobody was really taking you serious. And, um... Uh, you know, Andre 3000 and Big Boy, they did just that for, for Atlanta hip-hop. Them boys came out in, like, what, 1994, 93, 94? I think it was, like, 93, maybe 94. I can't remember the exact year, but them boys came out with that Southern playlist of Cadillac music and all that, man. I remember hearing Players Ball uh, for the first time, and I was like, yo... This shit is kind of nice right here. Who are these dudes? Them boys are cold, man. You you can't you can't like not get them boys they props. And I remember the uh, fast forward the that source awards, and I did see this part on the on the what you call it. And I remember this like it was yesterday because I remember watching that source award. Like if you was around to watch that shit, you knew it was some it was some tension in that source award because this was when the whole East Coast West Coast shit happened and. Man, don't even get me started on that shit. East Coast, West Coast, that shit stemmed from media, yo. Media started that beef. It wasn't Tupac. It wasn't big. It was the media that started that shit, man. I don't care what nobody say. 
it was some irresponsible journalism from Vibe and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Even the source low-key was kind of egging that shit on. But the source awards, um, you know, the whole shit from Suge Knight coming up there like, yo, you want an artist. Like, you see the memes now where they use, like, the, uh, you know, Suge Knight and, you know what I'm saying, and people putting people's head on Suge Knight's bodies, like, come to this or Thanos and shit like that. It's like, but that's where that shit stemmed from. And that same award show, Outkast won an award, I want to say, from New Rap Group uh, for that year. Uh and I remember big one album of the year, which to be honest, that shit was a hot box because Nas didn't go to the actual awards. Nas should have won that because Illmatic, as much as I love Big, Illmatic was a better album than Ready to Die. But you got to think those two albums, two classic all-time albums came out that same year. But um, they 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 won the award. I remember, um, I think it was like, like Robert Townsend or somebody had announced that they won the award and they went up there. You could see... Andre was pissed because when they got up there, the people in New York was low key booing and shit, bro. We like, what the fuck is this? They was booing, and you know, um, and then you know they country, you know what I'm saying? They from down south because you know New York people think anybody that's not from New York is country. Because y'all remember, y'all remember uh, Sebastian Telfair doing that shit on this little documentary and how it shit working out for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, didn't he just catch a gun case? And he should be in the league right now. Cause ain't he like only like 32 or some shit like that? He only like what 30 in his early 30s. And he only played like maybe six years in the league, which is fucked. But anywho, um they was booing these boys, man. I'm like, these dudes was killing it. They had a classic album, which to me is still a classic. Southern playlistic Cadillac music is a classic album. If you've never listened to it, listen to that shit, bro. It's nothing but bangers on that joint. And it's joints. I heard I heard at a graduation. Uh, this is my that's my word. I could not make this shit up. One of the, the students, or he's a principal or whatever, he said a line in that to those kids that graduated from high school. He said a line from the from the song, um, get up, get out, and get something from Outcast with CeeLo and Goody Mob and them in there. He said, it's a line that the hook say, you know, you need to get up, get out and get something. You know what I mean? Don't let the days of your life pass by. Don't, basically, you need to get up, get out, get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sing the song for y'all, man. Y'all go listen to that shit. But he used that to to motivate these kids and tell these kids that shit. I was like, you know what? This shit came out in 1994. And that shit is still relevant today, 25 years later. So, so when when uh, Big Boy got up there, he was talking like, yo, yo, what you got to say? He seen it in Dre's face, and Dre was like, yo, first of all, I want to thank God. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was pissed, he still like, yo, praise to God. You know what I'm saying? The most high. And um, he was like, yo, I'm sick of folks, closed-minded folks. You know what I mean? That, you know, we got a demo tape, don't nobody hear, but the South got something to say. And here they are, man. 3000 is my personal favorite rapper. So... He's my favorite. He he became my favorite after Big Pass. Even though, like, people know I love Nas and shit like that, but Nas has never been my favorite rapper. I just always had the utmost respect for his lyricism. Um, but yeah, man, that's 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 some shit, man. I just be wanting y'all to like when I be talking to people and shit. You know, people just always like, yo, you you sound like an old head and all that. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to put you on shit because it's it's not a lot of like 
great music out today. So a lot of times you have to revert back to the shit that came out before to kind of like understand why these artists are so revered by the people that listen to them before you did. So I said that to say this, man. ATL, if you from Atlanta or you like that movement, y'all should be getting on y'all, I don't want to say hands and knees, but y'all should be really getting y'all props to Big Boy and Andre because they made ATL hip hop in Atlanta credible. And that that's you you're not gonna get no other you ain't gonna win no argument with me trying to tell me somebody else did, trying to tell me that, that Jeezy did or or <laughs> or nobody else did because that shit was popping way before Jeezy. That shit was popping before tip. That shit was popping like six, seven years before tip even got put on. So that's just and y'all know I love me T.I. too. So anyways, um shout out to JG for um forgetting that Vince Staples shout out boy that plug at PAX West. JG went to PAX West a few weeks ago and you know he, he got Vince Staples. He bumped into him. Vince Staples did you know he does the gaming thing like on the low. And how the story goes, JG, you know, basically said, Yo, what's up, man? I'm a fan. You know, I heard you be doing this gaming thing. I guess he was at the Astro, you know what I'm saying, thing signing, signing autographs and taking pictures with people. And Jay basically told him, like, yo, we do this over here. Like, man, I ain't even know black people was on Twitch like that. And y'all hear that, right? This coming from a, you know what I'm saying, well-known rapper who could have access to anything. This is the shit that we be talking about when it's like, it's so much harder to get your name out there and get your face out there. You know what I mean? When you're a person of color, and I don't want to use the race card, but it is harder. It really is harder because you don't get promoted in the same light. Like I seen somebody tweet something saying that um, I seen this tweet on Twitter. I shit you not. I don't even know the person. I don't know how it ended up on my timeline, but it definitely ended up in our DMs. And our uh, GI Twitter DMs like, look at this shit where somebody had had um, inboxed a, a, a black streamer was like, Yo, I like you. I find you entertaining, but I don't think it's right for me to follow you and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's right for me to follow you because, you know, you basically, yo, you don't want that person's audience to become your audience because of the, the color of their skin. And you feel like you're not relatable to the people that's that's following you and shit like that. Like, I, I it was some weird twisted shit, bro. But that person that tweeted that, that shit out was like, this is the shit we have to go through. It's like, if you fuck with this person, it shouldn't matter if they white or black. Like I have white people, Asian people, you know what I'm saying? I have people from I have people from the UK, all over the world that actually watch and listen to me. Like, what does that mean, bro? But there are people that have that closed-minded mentality. Yo, that is some weird shit, bro. That shit is weird as fuck. But back to the topic at hand. Vince Staples basically had no idea of knowing that this was out there. So, you know, JG was like, yo, he like, what y'all want me to, you want me to uh, shout you out? Jay like, nah, shout us out. I'm part of a collective, yo. And so Jay, big ups to JG for that shit. Cause some people probably would have just had him shout that, you know, their individual self out and made them big themselves up bigger than they are. But JG being a team player that he is, he did say, yo, no, nah, shout out GI, yo. And he basically went on there like, shout out the game Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? They out here, they better than all y'all. They more funnier than all y'all. Y'all need to suck and all this stuff. That shit was funny. You can hear Jay laughing in the background, so that made it even more funny. So shout out to Vince Staples, man. Vince Staples, he's a real one. And he's a dude that I could definitely relate to because he don't pull no punches. Y'all know I love that. 
he talks he talks that shit but you could tell he's intelligent at the same time some people that just talk just to talk but they sound stupid at the same time but when you talk and you like hear somebody talk that shit and they can retort you know what i'm saying on a on a on an intelligent level then you definitely got my respect you definitely got my respect i may not have to i may not be the biggest fan of your music or biggest fan of what whatever it is you do but i'll respect you like to the utmost fullest man for real so after all that shit happened right he put the shit out on twitter and we seen some people in there like yo i heard of them but blah 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 i seen some people man and what's crazy is some of it's like your own people your own people sometimes man it was it's, it's a group of people i'm not gonna like elaborate because it's just i will be giving them too much too much shine right now but it's this little group that that sit and complain they like to play the social justice warriors all the time and complain about everything like how everybody is doing them so wrong and the woe is me mentality bro like they they do that a lot and they've done it to us a couple times too because you know we we making moves and we doing this shit and i've seen them make little snarky comments like man what they doing i ain't never even heard of them <laughs> you know what i'm saying shit like that like well just because you haven't don't mean everybody else have so it's, it's it be some little hate and like i said before it be within your own people i mean instead of building each other up you know some people like to tear each other down like 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 uh like the man said some people just want to see the world burn and they the last person standing. That's how some people are, man. And I've also seen some people that, you know, all of a sudden say they've been rocking with us since the day, since day one and shit. I'm like, I ain't seen you in nobody's stream. I ain't, you don't even follow us on Twitter, bro. So it, it's people that does that, man. Like it was a big shout out, you know what I'm saying? Big help from, from the boy Vince Staple. Cause it did get us some followers. You know, it did get some new people coming to our streams and shit. And that's cool. You, you always want that, but you know, I just don't, I'm not a fan of fake love, yo. Fake love is a fucking trip to me, man. Like, it really is. Like, my thing is, if you don't fuck with us, like, you don't fuck with me, just don't fuck with me. I tell people in different live streams all the time, don't be at me in the stream and shit because everybody else talking to, because the actual streamer talking to me, going back and forth with me. Yo, yo, what up, flock? Like, nigga, don't what up me, bro. Like, I stream just like everybody else do. If you don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me now. If you don't fuck with me over there, don't fuck with me over here. I'm not never the type that's gonna piss on you and tell you it's raining outside. If I don't like you, nigga, you gonna know I don't like you. That's just plain as clear as day, yo. So that's just as clear as we all hope our skin would be, bro. <laughs> like for real. I'm I'm not that dude, man. I've never I've never been a fan of that, man. Fake love is so it's so corny to me. Like it's people that legit will pretend like they fuck with you because they want something from you. I'm telling you, yo, like, I, I'm telling you, man, this game and this whole game and shit, man, it's a bunch of fucking snakes and fakes, bro. It really is. You'd be surprised how many people would come in there and be like, yo, I really like what you're doing. And then five minutes later, hey, can you check me out on it? No, nigga, I don't even know you. Like, fall back, nigga. Fall the fuck back. How about saying hello first? How about, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, you trying to jump in the front of the line. Like, let me, let me build with these people that I've been talking to that come in here and actually support me. Then come in here and ask me some shit, but I'm not, I'm not doing that, bro. Like, and then niggas will go somewhere else and will talk shit about you. So that's why I said, that's why GI has always been a collective of nine, 10 motherfuckers that do their own fucking thing. We worry about ourselves and we ain't trying, cause niggas ask us, well, y'all go uh, collaborate with these people. Like, just because y'all think them people cool or some shit, don't mean we think they cool. 
Like, we don't. Like, we worry about ourselves. If we think they cool, then you'll see us talking to them. If we don't talk to them like that, then we obviously don't think they that fucking cool. We probably see something about them that you don't. And there'd be a lot of shit that come out about some of these dudes, you know what I'm saying, and females. And we'd be sitting there like, you know, told you. You know what I'm saying? That's why we didn't fuck with them, because we, we seen that shit coming months ago. Anyway, let's get into this gaming thing, bro. And this this is, oh, boy. <laughs> the hottest topic, boy. Uh, NBA 2K20 release, bro. It came out on uh, Friday the 6th. Um, yeah, this is, whew. There was a lot of issues with this game upon launch, yo. Um, what was one of the issues? Um, I know before the, the actual game dropped, I said this during the demo, that um, I did notice that the small fours were terrible. But there was just a lot of other like technical issues where like the game would hang on certain stuff, the shit would crash on you. It was it was a lot of shit. And one of the biggest issues with the game, that's, we, we so used to condition to deal with that type of dumb shit that happens when that game launches, that we, we don't really let it bother us because we know at some point a day one patch will come or a patch will come on the second or third day that will fix it all. Well, most of it. <clears throat> but um, this dude, Ronnie2k, who's the community manager, he went on several streams, man, saying a lot of things that ended up not being true. One of the more important things he came out saying was, first of all, when people were complaining that the neighborhood in 2K20 was the exact neighborhood with a couple extra little uh, bells and whistles or some things got taken off and other things got added on. Basically, it was just like a copy and paste but you erase this and, and replace it with that for the, uh, the neighborhood and shit where everyone goes, you know what I'm saying? The little, the melting pot, the meeting spot where, you know, when you want to play with your friends or, you know, meet up against, go up against other people. That's, that's that was pretty much the same. And he said that it wasn't. But when the game came out, it came out to be true that it was. And that was one of them. Um, another one was, uh, he said that you would be able to read, was it respect your build? Like if you uh if you didn't like something with your build, you could go back and change it. You weren't able to do that. <laughs> I got news for you people. You weren't able to do that. Um, another thing said like if you pick up your player and like your build and stuff, and you pick a certain takeover, whether it be like a slight, if you get hot in the game and you you fill your takeover meter, you can say if you you some builds you can be able to use your slashing or defending or shot creating or sharp shooting or rebounding and, and you know what I'm saying stuff like that like a lot of people weren't able like were like just trying something myself was included because my build is a two-way sharpshooter so I was like okay well I'll try to the spot up shooter to, to take over the sharpshooter take over just in case but something told me not to do it because I was like there's a chance that you're not gonna be able to do this shit and that ended up not being true so whatever you picked you were stuck with after you already did that unless you chose to just start over from scratch um he said some other things too man like he was just saying a lot of shit um he was saying a lot of shit that you just could not do he was like oh i was just so we clear um you gonna be able to you know say i'm making all these issues and this i'm supposed to, i think this already got fixed and he was on twitter saying he was on live stream saying you could do this you could change this and people was running with it i was always the dude that was like Man, ain't this the same dude that lied about being able to wear Yeezys in, um, in 2K17, which you couldn't? I'm like, y'all keep believing this dude, man. He's the fucking mascot, man, for 2K. And I feel like 2K should should really hold him accountable for doing that because that make the developers look bad 
when it doesn't happen. And, you know, he kind of like threw the rock in, and hit his hands because he didn't even respond to the shit. And then you have developers having to come out and say, I never said that. I never said that you could change this. I never said like, either there's some bad communication going on or this dude is just talking out his ass. Which one is it? But either way, he should be, somebody should be held accountable because you have a lot of people that put money into that game to get a player a certain way, thinking that they would be able to change shit if they, if it wasn't to their liking. And then you can't do it. But nothing's really did. He went on Twitter, I believe, and did some half-hearted. I don't know if they, that was supposed to be a, an apology. I never once. I think normally an apology has either in the beginning, middle, or the end of it that statement saying I apologize, I sincerely apologize, I'm sorry, uh, it was my mistake. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't see any of that. So, you know, people would man that fixed 2K20 movement was number one on Twitter, boy. Man, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy, son. I looked up and I got up the next day was like I got up like one day was like what is this fix 2k20 hashtag fix I'm like wow so this this went to show that even even the most toxic community in gaming and yes they have surpassed CSGO they have surpassed Call of Duty I think they surpassed even League of Legends and Rainbow Six Siege as the most toxic uh, gaming community there is because of their uh, ability their innate ability to to um, break the game and, and make the game unplayable, but their innate ability to create a full sentence and actually talk, their uh, lack of ability, I mean, to create a full sentence and actually talk like an intelligent human being, but that's a different story for a different day. But with all that being said, man, people, people uh, found, you know, I personally like some of the stuff with the game, like the gameplay, like the fluidity. I like the the new, newer animations, like especially on defense, like the the clamping somebody up animations, the shot blocking looks. Man, the shot blocking is the best thing, bro. The best animations in the game to me right now. I've seen some so many different variations of blocking shots. It ain't it's not like can animation. Like when I used to play with NBA Live, like if somebody's blocking a dunk, you knew that dunk was gonna get blocked because of the way they both went up. This one here. Like someone goes up, if they get a piece of the ball, you could tell they just got a piece of the ball and they threw your shot off. So I definitely like the way that that shit looks. So kudos to the dev team for that. And I always felt like they don't have enough people working on their game. Um, they just don't. They don't. They don't have enough pe people working on that game. Also, people bitched about the stamina and the speed of the game. I didn't really have a problem with that. My thing is, you shouldn't be bland down on turbo. If you're running full speed for 10 minutes straight, you're you should be tired. I don't give a fuck if you. Usain Bolt, nigga, you gonna be tired. <laughs> you gonna be tired. You know, you're gonna be tired. Um, also, man, that, I, they, they, at the time of me recording this, they already patched it maybe once or twice. And it's basically in part by catering to park players because park players want to be out there and ISO dribble for 20 seconds and then chuck up a bad shot. So you can get, so they can, so they can make their little share factory mixtapes. <laughs> Niggas are losers, bro. Most of the 2K community. I'm sorry, man. Y'all, a lot of y'all are losers. And that comes in part to the people that they watch. And they want to emulate some of these losers that's on YouTube. And I ain't gonna lie. I was this close to, like, naming names, bro. Y'all have no clue. Like, I was legit. I'm looking at, like, some of the notes I got down. And I wrote down some of the people's names that I was gonna call out. But I ain't gonna do that shit, man. I'm gonna keep it peace over here, man. Let them let them dudes rock. Because I don't want to come across the town. You know, as a hater, 
So, you know, y'all like y'all like following these dudes that that pour the milk in first before they eat their cereal, then y'all y'all do that, man. That's that's on y'all. Um catering to park players, cause they complain about everything. They want they want the game to change, but then when you change the game, they want it to remain the same. Bars. God damn, bruh. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. It sounded like I was rapping. But that you get if it makes sense when I if I say it again, it'll probably make more sense if you can go back and replay it and rewind it. Yo, I'm not saying it again. But when you say it like that out loud, it's like, damn, that shit does make sense. But people want the game to change, man. But they've changed it where it was a skill gap. I didn't have a problem because people are like, yo, I'm missing wide open shots. Like, nigga, you can go out in your driveway right now and shoot with nobody in front of you, nigga. You gonna miss a lot of wide open shots. You're not gonna make every shot that you take. You're not gonna make 80% of this jump shots that you take from 20 fucking feet. You're not. Some people get hot, others don't, yo. Not everybody, at every game, you're gonna make every fucking shot. So it's to be expected. I understand that. It's, it does seem like more so um, badges are key. Grinding up to the overall is uh, is a little easier. They also, oh yeah, they also did say, oh, you guys won't be getting doubled and triple bars this time around for your overall. That's a lie. Because from 90 to 91, I had to level, I had to fill that fucking, uh, that, that my player XP, whatever that shit, bar up three times. Three times to get to a 91. Then from a 91 to a 92, I had to do it two times. And I'm almost certain to get from 92 to 93, I'm gonna have to do it another two times. So, there's some people that's probably already, I think that's already like 99 overall. I know my boy Brutal Sim just did it, uh, uh, just did it at the time of me recording this. I was actually just watching his stream while I'm recording this now. Um, uh, it's another dude. Uh, I think he was supposedly the first. I don't know if he was the first, but he was the first known person to do it. I ain't got that type of time, y'all. It ain't that fucking serious. Cause I think from from 95 to to 99, you have to play at the park. At least that's what I I think that's what it what it is. You have to play at the park. So it's whatever, bro. I I don't really care. Um, what else? Small forwards. Y'all know me, man. I, I typically play small forward because that's that's the all skill, the all well-rounded position, and and that's what you know that's what the crew need me to play because I pride myself on being the best all-around player. So that's what I wanted to do. But looking at oh yeah, they also lied about having the pie charts too. Speaking of small forwards, they like oh we're gonna have more pie charts. We're gonna have more of this. We're gonna have more of that. This was just a demo for y'all to test it out. And when the full game came out. It was the same shit. So all the slander and backlash 2K was getting, they deserved every bit of it because it was so much lying. And a lot of that lying came from the head of their community. The head of them. The head, man. The head dude that's supposed to interact with the community. He's too big to talk to certain people and shit like that. He's, man, y'all, I always say this, man. When y'all create these monsters, you know what I'm saying? Don't be, don't be mad. Don't be accept. Uh, uh, don't be mad. Don't be surprised and don't get, you know, just accept the fact that you created these monsters. Don't get, you know, be surprised that you create them and they just, they turn into exactly what you, what you created. You know what I'm saying? Go watch Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein created Frankenstein's monster and was shocked that Frankenstein turned on him. You created the monster, bro. That's where that turn comes from. You created that monster. So when they turn into this arrogant asshole, they're just going to say anything just to get y'all to shut up or whatever. And then it turned out not to be true and nothing gets done about it. 
what you think happens. Y'all created that because y'all gave him the ability to do that shit because y'all hung on his every word. I don't believe none of that shit. Nobody tells me, man. I've always, I've always had this phrase, man. Only believe half of what you see and none of what you heard. Trust your own research. Do your own research. That's why I always have a wait, wait and see approach. The rest of the dudes I play with and shit, they always be like, oh, you negative. And uh, I'm like, nah, nigga, I just know bullshit when I smell it. You get fucked over enough, man, eventually you know. You smack me in my face five times. Next time you come near me, I'm waiting on you to try to smack me again so I can smack you. So you just you just preparing yourself for it, man. So that's pretty much what it was. Small fours are useless. They made those bills. They made the... My thing is this. Hold on. Top three players in the NBA, right, are small forwards. You take Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. All of them play what position? Small forward. I was talking to people in my chat about this, you know what I'm saying, as well one day. I think I was in a, I think I was in Nomad stream or somebody. I was in somebody else's stream and we were talking about this. I know a lot of people like, yo, that's why I like fucking with, with Flock in here when we talking sports shit because I, I, I know my shit, bro. Like, real talk. I know my shit. Um, it's, I, I don't get that. You made that bill. They basically made it where you either going to play Point guard, shooting guard, or fucking center. Those are only, like, power fours are pretty useless unless you're just making a stretch four. Power fours are practically useless. Small fours, which should be able to do some of everything, are practically useless. Like, that shit is garbage, yo. Like, who approved this, man? And then they had it to where if you go an inch above 6'7", which was a default height, when you go up, the higher you go in height, it, it, it also seemed like anything from <clears throat> from six six up into six foot ten is fucking useless, bro. Like for real. Like the higher up you got, the lower your dunk, your driving dunk rating went down. I've never seen someone get taller and have a less a lower ability of dunking the basketball. Now I can understand sometimes with the speed, maybe the ball handling a little bit, but come on, son. You get a you go from six seven to six eight and you get a minus five in ball handling. What type of dumb shit is that? That's dumb as fuck. And to be able to shoot, you gotta have T Rex arms. It's like, come on, fam. I understand y'all trying to balance it, but you you doing too much by not getting anything done in that sense, man. They just need they need more people to to, to oversee that shit. I mean, the constant bugs and glitches. Um, I had it to the point where I didn't have no name in my career. My my player didn't have a name. Uh, there was shit, man, where I was progressing, trying to get my progress up for badges and my XP overall and shit. And it, I was getting negative 750 points. One thing I did, I had like negative 15,000 points and shit like that. I'm like, whoa. They fixed that, though, since me, you know, since, like, since before I record. But this was in my notes, so I just wanted to make sure that was in there. Um, you got YouTube. Oh God, let me talk about this. YouTubers going on these streams actually contribute, helping contribute to the same lies that Ronnie was telling. YouTubers was going on stream, lying about the same shit that Ronnie said. Now, I really don't want to call this girl out, but it needs to be done because I feel like when y'all go to this 2K uh, meetup thingies, whatever it is, y'all 2K day shit like that. I know they give them an NDA on what they what they can and can't talk about. But 
I don't I don't know exactly because I'm not there. And I'm cool with a couple people that go to that shit every year, but I never ask them like none none of that shit. I just ask what 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 are you able to talk about and tell? And then when they start telling, I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds good. That sounds good. It's only a couple people that I really like refer to when it comes to news and shit like that that I know is like super credible. And that shakedown, D man, for the most part, those two right there. Uh, it was a female that was there. I'm not gonna say her name, man. Y'all know who it is, then y'all know who it is. Female went on her stream and started um talking about, oh yeah, it was this. It, we got WNBA players. You could create female players and go to the park and play with them and all this other shit. I'm like, I don't believe that. When I seen somebody retweeting shit, I'm like, you really gonna tell these people that? And that came out to be a lie because they went on record of saying that you couldn't do it. You can't do it. You can't play. Only thing you do with WNBA is play a one season franchise. One season franchise. You can't create. You create a create a player offline, but you can't create a, a female my player. At least not now. Not now. You can't. And. Because my thing is, you got to go through my career and all that other shit. You got to have a whole different story now. So, why would you go on record telling these people that shit? Went on stream saying you could do all this shit that you couldn't do. And this is the shit I be talking about, how they irresponsible. They do anything for views, subs, you know what I'm saying, clout, all this shit without thinking, man. Like, I would never do that. Because when you do shit like that, when you do shit like that, and I'm going to be real, she's a female, so... It's a lot of horny toad niggas that's gonna go in there. They just want to see her and hear her talk, and you know, be, be her, be her, uh, her online boyfriend, and just so she can say their name on stream or some shit. So they gonna go in there anyway, regardless. But to me personally, if one of us did some shit like that, that would ruin your credibility. And I'm all for credibility, man. Like you can't go on there saying a bunch of shit just to be saying it, just to say you the one that broke the news, and then it would turn out not to be true. You look like the dumbass that can't nobody trust. You look like the dumbass that can't nobody trust, can't nobody believe. And that's that's some cornball shit. Like, y'all got to do better than this, man. Y'all repping the community, man. Y'all got to do better. Like, stop just saying shit just for the sake of saying it. Now, someone gave you this information on the inside and told you this. If My thing is, if you that playing the game and you didn't see that that part was in there, I wouldn't even comment on it because I, I would really believe that that would be their main selling point, especially with the 2K League, having a female in there that, this past year and you know so many female gamers play this game now and they want to get it that would have been one of the first things that they put out there if that shit were true but everybody don't think like me but then when i say this shit i come across as a hater no i'm a realist i really am a realist like you gotta really think this shit through people like stop letting these youtubers corrupt y'all fucking brain a lot of these dudes and these females man they're fucking idiots anyway they just happen to be at the right place at the right time or they sit and play the fucking game all day. Y'all know 2K. The best niggas at 2K are unemployed niggas. That's what that, that game is for. That game, that, that grind in that game is designed for people who don't have jobs. For real. Who don't have jobs, don't have lives. It ain't for me though. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm nice. I'm real nice. But I don't, I don't have that type of time to, to play that game like that. So, anyways, um... The release, all right, look, I can, I can pretty much adapt to practically any situation the game can, can throw my way, right? But you, sh you shouldn't have to hold your breath every time you, you finish, you know what I'm saying? Finish the game, like hoping your, your shit wouldn't calculate. Going back to the, the bugs and glitches, you, you shouldn't have to do that, man. Like, 
the the release date every year is starting to be earlier and earlier and when you get that we all like yo the nba season doesn't come out until like doesn't start until like right before like halloween so why does this game have to be released a month and a half before the season actually starts and you get them another month of development time maybe the game wouldn't come out so broken when it does get released because when you do that release the earlier the sooner you release the game you know so the higher the percentage you know what i'm saying the higher the chance rather of you coming out with an unfinished game this is a yearly franchise if you need to take more time then take more time but with this this release was by far one of the worst releases ever yo like it was one of the worst this was bad like really bad it was so much shit wrong with this game I remember like, what was that? Was that year before last? Was that 18 when people, my players was getting deleted? And shit like that. I remember it happened to Dooms. You know what I mean? It's like, you had like people that didn't have their my players and shit, man, for a while. It happened to me in 15 with my face scan and my player got, it got deleted. It happened in 14 to me when my player got deleted magically. But, um, what the fuck do I want to say? Shit like this, look, shit like this would be like prime real estate for NBA Live to come and take advantage of these problems and offer an alternative. But they still haven't even gotten their shit together. Like, they still haven't gotten their shit together, man. So, this would have been prime, prime real estate for them to be like, they could have pulled a Suge Knight, like, yo, y'all tired of, you know what I'm saying, y'all, my players being deleted, you know what I'm saying, y'all progress being driven backwards, having to pay for, for, for to upgrade your player. Come to NBA Live. You know what I'm saying? They could have pulled the Suge Knight on that one. But they didn't. Because they ain't even coming out with the fucking game. At least, at least that I know of right now. That game, that boy, that shit. And that community, don't, I talked about them enough, yo. So, that's some, that's some, that's some weird shit, bro. Um, what am I going to get over it to? Like, the balance between, like, park players, you know what I'm saying? My career, pro-am, park players. I mean, let's, let's just be real, bro. It's, it's a real casual game over there. Park players will argue up and down that they the nicest niggas in the game. Like, I know people that play Pro-Am and, uh, and shit like that that can go to the park and kill. I watch my boy D-Man. I watch Dooms do it. Y'all seen me do it. You know what I'm saying? When I want to. It's, my thing is, I, I just don't get motivated to do it. But y'all seen me do it. Y'all seen me in stream. You know what I'm saying? Put 16, 18 on somebody's head before and shit like that. And I can do it consistently if I'm playing with the right... If I'm playing with the right people, yo, that, that understand movement, defense, and switching, and how to be at the right place at the right time, then, yeah, I'm going to kill. Like, because that's just what I do. I can fit in with anybody. But I've seen park players try to come out there in the wreck and play Pro-Am and get destroyed. I've destroyed a few. So, y'all park players, relax, yo. Just stay in your mode. Know your game. It's, it's like it's like comparing it's like comparing an and one player to to an NBA player. Like Kobe can go out there at Rucker Park and still and kill niggas. I seen him do it. Kobe can go out there at Rucker Park and kill uh, you know kill all them and one niggas. You know what I'm saying? And at they pretty much at that park setting. Now, granted, he can't gonna be able to do all the dumb shit that they that they do. And this coming from a person that's played with and one a couple times. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying the N1 players can't ball, but not all of them can. But you can't put an N1 player. You're not going to be able to put hot sauce on the Orlando Magic 
You know what I'm saying? And he gonna go out there and, and all that shit that he's doing. He, that shit don't work in the NBA. It's a structured, more structured environment. He's more of a wild, you know what I'm saying, a wild card, and you able to you know work more freely. Ain't no shot clock, you know what I'm saying, and, and shit like that. Them niggas don't even hardly play defense and and uh, you know what I'm saying in park in park basketball. Said at least in New York they don't. Them niggas don't play no defense in New York. <laughs> now L.A., Chicago, other places, Detroit, they play. We play defense over there, but New York, them dudes don't play no defense. And have them niggas can't shoot either. All right, uh, let me go to the questions real quick. This shit is getting really long, yo. I did not expect to be talking this long, but it's been a while, and hopefully, oh god, damn, yo, I still got so much more shit to give. Let me go through this, man, real quick. Um, I got a uh, guy, Kendrick, wants to know about uh having a useless manager, basically nepotism and shit like that. Y'all check this out real quick. Hey, Flock, been a fan of you and GI's work for a long time. But I have a question about the phrase, it's more about who you know than what you know. At my job, I have a manager who's been here a few months now, but when he came, he knew absolutely nothing. And now it's been months, and he still knows absolutely nothing and doesn't try to learn absolutely nothing. So everybody's like, you know, what's the problem here? What's going on? But come to find out, he is friends with the district manager and neighbors with the man. So that's obviously how he got his job. So I just want to know your opinion and feelings on that. Have you ever been affected by something similar to this in your workplace? Uh, I hope you have a blessed day. Stay happy, man. First of all, thank you, Kendrick, my guy. Uh, appreciate the support, the con continued support. It's a great-ass question. And yes, I have been affected by this. I've talked about this before, but we're going to talk about it again. And I'm going to make this as quick as possible. So if it seems like I'm just like just speeding through it, it's because I am, yo. Because I got, I, I looking at this shit I still got to talk about. And yeah, I'm already about an hour into this podcast, man. So yeah I, I typically don't even go this long i typically go like an hour tops but um this happened to me in the field that i i am currently in now and this happened to me like some years ago where i had a guy come in they they brought a new guy in there and he was like doing the job that i was doing but he didn't know shit and um at the time we didn't know nobody knew who he was or nothing like that and um i know myself and a couple couple uh other people tried to like help him learn the job and shit. Um, and you know, I was in the, the, the railroad uh, business, yo. So, and I still am, but, and that's a shady business, bro. Like real shit. And uh, I remember training this guy, you know what I mean? I'm not a real like talking, I'm not a real big time people person. Like I'm, I'm just really not like people I don't know that is. If I, once I get to know you and warm up to you, then you'll, you'll understand, you'll know like certain people you know, know like, okay, yeah, he cool with me. Other people are like, nah, I think your ass. Or other people are like, nah, he cool as hell. You just don't know him. Or he don't know you. That's what it is. But I'm sitting here, I would talk to the guy, you know, finally, you know, year, a year go by, he's still doing the job. And I look up and come to find out they about to get him a promotion to be the uh, ter assistant terminal manager. And everybody like, that shit should have went to T. That shit should have went to me. Everybody like, that should have went to T, man. Like, he know this shit better than everybody. Why y'all just bounce over him and gave this shit to the dude that, that's been here the least amount of time? Come to find out, long story short, come to find out, this dude, his grandfather used to work with the vice president of the company, yo. So this boy was already groomed for greatness before he even walked in the fucking door. And then when we found that out, I actually spoke on it. And then once I, I gave my distaste and, you know what I'm saying, my, I was express my disdain for the situation bro 
some time go by, the dude, you know what I'm saying, was 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 felt threatened by me, I guess. And I'm like, man, I'm sitting here, this dude basically telling me what's what now, and I'm I'm kind of like low key reporting to him now, like after like a year or so. Like, come on, son, like this shit is whack, bro. Like, I was like, I was the dude. Like everybody knew that. Like I knew that place back and front. Like I had the people that was even higher up than me was asking me what I think and shit like that. That's how nice I was. But for that to happen, bro, I was done, man. I was like, fuck this, man. Like, I was goody. And I remember this, like, like, what, 2014 when this shit happened? All of a sudden, I get transferred to another another place. Now, the place they transferred me to was actually, like, right down the street from my house where I live now. But I hated that place. And I didn't want to be there anyway. So I eventually ended up just quitting, man, saying, fuck this shit, bro, like, and I was off work for like months. This was around, I remember this because this was around the time 2K16 was out. And that's how I grinded to like legend and shit. So, so because I was at home most of the time. So, yeah, man. No, I didn't quit. I let them niggas fire me. That's what it was. Fuck that. You went, that's what it was. I let them fire me because I just stopped caring. I was doing all types of dumb shit. I was like, fuck this, man. I just, I just stopped caring. I let them fire me because I'm like, y'all got to pay me unemployment. So, if I'm, I'm going to sit at home. At least I'm going to get something for it. <laughs> that's what it was. I didn't quit. I, I let them fire me. But yeah, they moved me because that dude felt threatened by me and shit like that. I was like, boy, if I ever run into that cocksucker, boy, I swear to God. But yeah, that's pretty much, that happened to me, man. And that that altered, like, ultimately altered a lot of, like, shit that could have happened for me. Because I could have made a lot more money and been in a lot more comfortable of a situation. But because of nepotism, you know what I mean? So it, it, you, it ain't, it is not what you know, it's who you know. Because I knew a lot more. But because I wasn't somebody's boy, you know what I mean, or somebody's, you know what I'm saying, friend's son or, or whatever, I got the shaft and this person got the world handed to him. So, yeah, it, it is some bullshit. All right, we got another question uh, from DeAndre. Check this out real quick. Hey, Flock. So, I've been working this job for about a, a year and a half. And, you know, like... I feel like it's like the right job for me. Pays really well. I like my coworkers. Uh, I mean, hours aren't too crazy. Just regular nine to five. But I kind of struggle with the idea that you know I have somewhere that I have to be forty hours a week for the next twenty five, thirty years. And I don't know. I was wondering if you had any like thoughts on just like nine to fives in general, or if you. Uh, had any advice for anybody who's just like I don't know struggling to get used to that lifestyle because I mean like it's cool and all but I kind of miss being a being a bum up in college you know just chilling at the house not going to classes so uh yeah if you had any advice about living that adult life let me know you want some advice about living that adult life uh first off that's actually pretty good um Cause it isn't, it's definitely an adjustment. I do. And I always giggle when I hear somebody say, yeah, I'm working a nine to five. <laughs> I laugh at that because I work six to six. I work 12 hours a day. I mean, four days a week, sometimes five days a week. So that's why when you hear me say, I don't have that type of time. <clears throat> when you hear me say that, um, you know, I work a lot, so I don't have time to do this. I don't have time. I'm not always around and shit. That's what I mean by that. And then on top of that, I, I have, I have children I have to take care of. You know what I mean? I got kids. I got sons that I got to 
that I got to help raise. And actually, I'm going to get them the second I'm finished recording this. So, um, all I can tell you is, man, after a while, you get used to it. It's, it's, you know how they say time heals all wounds and, you know what I'm saying, time heals whatever situation you're in. Time will get you through it. That's pretty much all it is, man. It's it's time, muscle memory after a while. Like, I know me and Nomad talk about this a lot, you know what I'm saying, about, like, wishing you didn't have to work so much. But I feel like with me, it's, it's I don't like, I, I feel you on, like, not having, not feeling like, not liking having to be somewhere at this time during, on this day every week like every day at this time you know you have to be there you can't just say all right well i don't feel like doing that shit today i'd rather just sit at home and do this shit like most of the time when i'm off work that's what i'm pretty much doing because i just try to enjoy being at home because i'm i don't have the time to enjoy being at home the rest of the fucking week so i'm trying to get so much shit done like i still gotta clean my fucking house up i, I still gotta mop my floors and you know what i'm saying clean this clean this do this do this wash a bunch of clothes and you know, you look up and the day is fucking gone already. And before you know it, you right back at work. You got to try to go out. You know what I'm saying? If you got a girl and shit, you got to make sure that's, that situation is good because you don't want her to feel neglected. Like, it's having, being an adult and having responsibilities, man, is it's, it's, it's not easy, bro. Like, when your parents would tell you that shit, like, you like, ah. And your parents are like, all you got to worry about doing is going to school and coming home. Y'all ain't got shit to worry about. I never seen that to be so true until I heard myself telling my own son. <laughs> it's like, you turn it to your parents, bro. It's like, it's funny how that shit happens. But if you don't have kids and shit, it's a lot easier. Like, if you don't have children and shit, it really is. Because you don't have to worry about anyone else other than yourself. But that don't make it any less uh, uh any less complicated. <clears throat> Especially if you're not used to it. Like you said, you used to being a bum and just sitting on the couch and shit like that. It's like, welcome to adulthood, fella. I don't know really know what else to tell you other than... It happens. You have to deal with it. You have to just learn to accept that what it is. It also, oh, before I forget, that there, it makes you a master of time management, yo. I'm telling you, you'll be surprised how how thorough you are at time management. You'll, you'll only have like two hours to get something done. Like me, I'll be like, oh, well, I need to go to the grocery store and I need to go here and do this. And I know I got to be back by this time. And you'll look up and you'll do all that shit in like 45 fucking minutes to an hour. And you'll have a whole another half hour to, you know what I'm saying, to yourself and be like, damn, how the hell I do this? I left out at one and it's only three, three ten, you know what I'm saying, right now. And I did all that in that time. You, you'll be a master at time management. It actually helps you sometimes with managing your time. Because when you don't, when you got all day to do, do nothing, guess what you're going to do all day? Nothing. That's what you're going to do. You're going to do absolutely nothing all day. And then the time is just going to pass you by. And you're going to look up two fucking years that went by. you like, damn, I was talking about doing this shit in 2017. And I still ain't done it yet. Because nothing pushed you to do it. Nothing pushed you to say, all right, well, I only got X amount of time to do this, that, and the third. I got all the time in the world. And then when you look up, you don't let all the time in the world pass you. I'm telling you, I've been there, bro. So I've done that shit before, man. So I know, like, all I can say is the one thing it has done for me on a positive note is help me manage my time better. It helps me put a lot more things in perspective and say, all right, this day I need to do this. I need to make sure this done, this done, this done. And then I make sure it actually gets fucking done. Or if I don't do it that day, I got one more day to do it. And I never try to wait till the last minute to do shit. Because then when you do that, you end up rushing and you make mistakes. So hopefully that shit helped, man. Uh... 
let's move forward, man. It's gonna be the last thing I talk about, man. I was debating whether or not I was gonna tell this story. <laughs> but y'all know me, man. Y'all my people. If y'all listening to this, y'all actually fuck with me. So I feel like I should give something back to y'all. Cause I never put myself in a state where people can clown me. But this is actually kind of funny. Like when you look back, like my thing is if you can't look back and laugh at yourself, like y'all know me, man. I talk a lot of shit. If you ever talk to me outside of like hearing, like talk to me, had a conversation with me and interacted with me outside of just listening to me talk for an hour on a podcast, then you know, man, like I talk big shit. I talk big shit. I can, I like, I got people like telling me like, nigga, you need to be on roast me and all this other shit. Cause that's how lethal I am with it. But I don't, I'm good on that one. But I know I talk big shit. And I know I'm quick with it and shit like that. And I be, I be saying shit and I be making certain people feel bad. But this is y'all chance to clown me because this, this is an embarrassing story that, um, that happened to me when I was a teenager, right? We had this, um, this phone service called the, uh, the Chi-Town Underground, I think it was called. Now, anybody from Chicago, if you, I want to say if you're at least 30, you know what I'm talking about. Then you, you know what I mean, what I'm talking about. I'm a teenager, right? I want to say this like 90, but like 99, 98, some shit like that. Anyways, um, it was a party line, basically where you could talk to females and shit like that. And y'all can like send each other messages back and forth. If she responds and shit, then you're like, yes, I'm in there. Let's, let's link up or whatever. And y'all, you know, start talking and shit. And then eventually y'all get each exchange numbers and shit like that. And, um, eventually link up and shit like that now now you meet up whatever happens happens and shit like that right so you know basically when you're talking to somebody you don't know what they look like you don't know what they look like over the phone if you've never seen them of course some people have this logic like i had a cousin that had this logic if she sounded a certain way then she was fine as hell i'm like nigga, what type of stupid nigga logic is that boy so we would always like we would do this like I had met a few on there. Some were cool, some were really nice looking and shit like that. It was a couple of ducks, and like we, you know, what I'm saying like we, you know, between the two of us, cause me and my cousin would do, you know, what I'm saying we would be on that motherfucker like every other weekend. We was on that bitch, boy. So, but it was just, it was like that's the risk you took. Like that was the risk that you would take, man. Like if you, 18 years old, 17 years old, or some shit like that, like that's just the risk you take. But mind you. If I went, I did this one time, right? It was this one girl. Now, she sounded cool. Now, look, <laughs> I don't even want to talk. I, I swear, it's like, it's just so funny just be even talking about this shit. I, I'm just, I'm sitting covering my head up, man, covering my face like, like out of embarrassment. But fuck it, man. We already here. I'm not editing this shit out. We go do this, all right? So, this one particular time, right? And I'm going to say her name because. She kind of deserved it, but at the same time, she... No, nah, I ain't saying her name. But it was this girl that I talked to. Now, imagine I was talking to her back and forth after we, you know what I'm saying, connected shit for like two weeks, like two and a half, three weeks, we were talking back and forth before like she was telling me how she looked and all this other shit and, and whatnot. And, you know, the, and she didn't have... She didn't have a phone. At least she said she didn't have like a cell phone that could... um send pictures and shit so something in me was like i should have known better i should have known better then but nope not me i'm just sitting here like all right so 
we finally was like, she was like, yo, I'm this. I'm. She gave me the little measurements and all this other shit, bruh. Now, I would never clown nobody if it is if it wasn't warranted. So just here, I'm giving y'all this disclaimer first. But so I, I we finally decided, like, I right, bet we gonna meet up. All right, cool. Where you stay? Now I had a car, so I was driving and shit like that. So it wasn't no big deal. As long as she went, she didn't stay too far. We had already got that established because I always had this thing like, if you live too far, I'm not coming to see your ass anyway. And I'm still like that. Like, I'm not driving no 15, 20 miles to come see you. You know what I'm saying? You better be well worth it. But not no first time shit. We're going to meet on mutual ground, yo. Like, for real. Because I don't know. You could be trying to get me robbed, set up, some shot, stabbed, killed, or whatever. Like, I don't know. And you've heard certain horror stories about that shit. So it's like, you got to be careful. So when you meet somebody for the first time, meet them um, like, you know, in a public place in the daytime or some shit like that. So what I ended up doing was I'm like, all right, bet what's no, I, I ain't gonna lie. This, 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 this is the shit I was on. It was probably karma kicking me for this one. I made it seem like I stayed further than I did, but I'm like, all right, we're going to meet at this, uh, this McDonald's on like 79th street or some shit like that. Knowing me, me knowing me, that McDonald's only like eight blocks away from where I lived. <laughs> and she was probably like six seven miles away from there and she caught the bus to get there because she didn't have a car she didn't drive and shit and i think she was like she was like two years older than me i think i was like i was like 18 and i think she was like 20 she was like 20 or something like that so you know you hear that shit you already think you the man you put a chick that's older than you we all have so i i turn around like i bet I'll be there at such and such time. I'm going to have on this shirt. I forgot. I think I had like a jersey. I said I was going to have on like a jersey or some shit or whatever. Some shit that like you'd be really looking for. But I didn't have that on. Just in case. Like me and my infinite wisdom, boy, even at that age. I'm like, just in case. I'm going to have a look and, and, and shit like that. But so when I get there, long story short, man. When I get there, I forgot what I told her I was going to have on. But she was there before I was. So she must have left like way before she especially she on the bus she told me what she was gonna have on and um she like yeah i'm gonna have this on i got this and um i fucking um i walks in there right and i try to play it real cool i look over to the like the the far corner and i heard the voice i heard a voice so i heard the voice before i even seen it because she had like a real distinctive voice a real like like a high not like a really high pitch but it was like a distinctive voice like you can you could tell that voice out of a lineup. That's how distinctive that voice was. But she was cool. Like I said, she was cool as hell over the phone and shit like that. We always laughed and shit. She was funny too. She actually had jokes like could make me laugh and shit. Say little funny shit. So I heard her talking and kind of find out she talking to two little kids. So she had two kids, bro. Never told me this shit ever once. Never told me this shit. When I would hear kids in the background, she always said that was her, her niece. That was her, her nieces. She had two daughters. Didn't even say shit, bro. She had two daughters. She was talking. I heard her voice talking to one of the kids. Sitting there. Got the Happy Meal. She sitting there with the Happy Meal shit. Eating the shit and all that other shit. And she was not nowhere near as cute as I hoped she was. Now, this is a shallow story, too. That's why I said it's embarrassing. Um, this is just me being shallow Terrence, yo. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I really am. So, when I went in there... <coughs> <laughs> But I went in there, I heard the voice. 
I looked over there. I instantly looked over there and I it was like, we all we made eye contact. And instead of just playing it off, just ordering some nuggets, because I didn't really eat shit from McDonald's, just playing off, ordering some nuggets and leaving out. This is what I did, man. I looked, I looked her up, I sized her up, looked her up and down. But she was none of those measurements like she told me to. She probably was before she popped out them two puppies, but she didn't look shit like that when I seen her. Bruh, when I tell you, she did some shit, man, where she was like reaching like back to pull like a little backpack off and her shirt went up. Bruh, her stomach had them them fucking her stomach had them wrinkles in it, bruh. Look like her shit looked like some balled up homework. And she was built like, bruh, she wasn't even that cute. And she was acting like she was all this. She was like, yeah, you know, all the guys trying to get with me when I graduated uh, two years ago and blah, 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 blah. You know, I won this. This bitch was lying, bro, like the whole time. And I guess she thought the longer I talked to her, the more I was going to be willing to accept this shit. I'm like, no, you lied, man. I, and I didn't I, I didn't say, I looked, I seen her reach back like she was reaching up, like reaching back, trying to get uh, the, what you call it out, the backpack from behind her. But I don't know what the fuck crazy shit she was trying to do. She read her fucking shirt went up. Uh, she looked like, like I said, she looked like ball of homework. And she was not put together the way she claimed she was put together. Her hair was nappy as shit. She had it like in a little dry ass ponytail. Man, she ain't really had no hair. And she was built like an unfluffed pillow. I shit you, I shit you not, bro. Like, what the fuck, man? I looked and out of a state of panic, bro, I was like, I just looked. I looked up and down. And I left. I walked out of there, man. And before I got to my car in that parking lot, all I hear is Terrence. And I played it all so bad. Like, I played it all so bad. I just looked back, kind of like looked back and was like, and just shook my head like, like, like I didn't know who she was or, or no shit like that. Like, I didn't think she was calling me or whatever. Bruh, I felt bad. Like, I felt terrible. But at the same time, I kind of felt justified. Like, I said that say this. This was the first. This was catfishing before catfishing was a thing, bro. Because I felt like I got catfished. So I felt like I was well within my rights to leave and, and not say shit. Because not only was she not what she said she was, the chick had kids too. Like, I'm 18, I'm 19, 18 or 19. I can't remember. But I'm like, I'm not ready for this shit. I'm not trying to deal with this shit, man. Like, who wants to deal with that? And then you lie. You older than me and you lying. So. I felt, I felt like I was well within my right to leave. I just think that the way I did it, I probably should have said something. Like, but I didn't want to say nothing and, and say nothing in that public place. And then she had kids there and shit like that. I'm like, this ain't your nieces. You got your nieces with you or whatever. You too old to be on that. Like, that's the shit you did when you was 16, 15, 16. You was messing with a girl. Like, well, take your, she had to take her. I got to take my sister with me. You know what I mean? Because you know why that is. The, the run interference to stop you from you know, doing your thing at a young age. And that's understandable, but yeah, man, that was, that was some real, that was, that was my, I got catfish, bro. Like you can't tell me that that didn't happen. That was really embarrassing, but you know, she called me and cussed me out. She's like, I know that was you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how you know? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, when I got that, you, I was just like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, and I basically used her energy against her because she called me telling me, you know what I'm saying? I want you, I'm like, and I finally was just like, you know what? That was me. But guess what? When I looked at you, that damn show wasn't you because that didn't look nothing like the person that you described to me, man. So fuck that and fuck you. Click. I'm like, I'm like, you better go find your baby daddy, girl. 
thought I was about to be up there buying Happy Meals for everybody. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I told that. I was a demon, bro. Like, I was a beast, bro. You couldn't tell me shit, man. I'm like, fuck that, man. I got a, I'm like, fuck that, man. I got a summer league game I got to play in, man. Fuck you. I'm like, I was, and I was, she was actually supposed to come to my game, like, that, later that day. That was the whole plan. Like, we was going to make a day of it and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, we going to chill. We going to get something. I'm like, we ain't eat no McDonald's, though, but, like, we going to go, you know, eat something real quick. I know, like, three hours after that, I had a game. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. I was like, bruh, fuck that. Hell no. That wasn't happening. But anyways, man, there y'all have it. Y'all finally got something on me. Y'all can kind of clown me for and shit like that. But I still feel like I, I learned from that, man. I came out of it like a G. But it was wrong. And, you know, I said that to say this, man, that eventually, man, chasing after, chasing after the cat. Chasing after the cat will eventually lead you down a dark alley, bruh. So, and that's what happened to me. I got led down a dark alley and... It was, it was, it was bad, bro. It was bad. So, with that being said, man, y'all hear this music. Y'all know what time it is, man. We coming to the end of this this show right here. This is probably the longest podcast that I've done since I've started this, man. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it. If y'all want to uh, catch up with me on social media, y'all can hit me up. Follow me on Twitter, at Flock2K. Hit me up on Twitch where I'm streaming over there all the time when I can at uh, twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Instagram, flock.leader. Y'all hit me up over there, man. Your boy is trying to do his thing, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow everybody else on the GI that's doing a podcast thing, man. You got the homies Chaos and them doing a Otaku Summit. Me and JG Enlighten, Enlighten Sounds. You got TBH with Hokage Thoughts. Uh, when Siggy get back to doing it, uh, he got the Money Talks. Um, damn, what am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, you got Aces, uh, Gamer Flex. So y'all make sure y'all check everybody out, man. I'm out of here, y'all. Y'all be easy. Enjoy your day. Deuces.